You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good news. Just the good stuff, baby. We were at this aviation uh, aerospace recruiting show for work uh, a couple years ago. This lady came up to us and goes, oh, you work for an airline. I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> like, oh, no. She probably should have aired this to like Boeing or someone who makes the airplanes, not just who buys them and puts people on them. Um, but one of her ideas was that every passenger needs a parachute because, <laughs> because if something happens, you don't have a parachute. You just have a flotation seat, which doesn't do you any good. Right. Which like, well, she, well her idea was that like, if something happened, you could pull a cord and eject. Ejector seat. Which, if passengers should be responsible for anything, it's their own safety in the sky. <laughs> I was on a plane once, and a child just walked up to the exit door and started trying to turn it. And I was like, God dang it, child, you go sit down. He started crying. But you had to see, I had to stop. Like, you can't trust the normal population. Like no, those, those doors not. are... They're meant so you can open them in an emergency. They're not locked. You're supposed yeah. to be able to open a them. At a all. child could probably open it, right? And so I, I saved us, is what you're saying. <laughs> you Sorry can. to that kid for making you cry, but... Have, have you been on an airplane where there's turbulence, like standard turbulence, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, is this it? Can you imagine being a pilot hitting some turbulence <laughs> and just <laughs> looking behind you and all of your passengers are outside? Because <laughs> 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 you know when one person pulls it, everyone else is going, oh, shoot, we're pulling them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Her her other option besides parachutes, where she was like, maybe parachutes wouldn't work. What if those wingsuits, like the squirrel, like the squirrel suits? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, because every passenger can, can fly one of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wear my already very comfy clothes to the airport, and I'm like, oh yeah, put an athletic wingsuit on me instead. <laughs> if I get on an Fuck airplane you. and they hand me a wingsuit, I'm walking. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, if if you hand me a wingsuit no, going onto the plane, I'm like, all right, where's the rope? <laughs> Tow me behind, please. Sean in the wingsuit. <laughs> like water skiing. <laughs> no, it'd hook onto my back so I can I can keep my arms and I go wee. That'd be fun too. I remember I this doesn't have to turn into like turbulent flight stories, but I always think back to when I was flying from New York to Atlanta, watching Murder on the Orient Express, thinking, I'm going to die watching Murder on the Orient Express. It was the <laughs> roughest flight. Like, I had to, like, sit there in the very back row, coming to terms with, like, this may be it. I have to be comfortable with this being it. Watching Murder on the Orient Express, a not good movie. And that would have been it. Enough enough turbulence to feel denial. <laughs> you, you feel it more in the back, right, Will? Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's the case. It's like a roller coaster. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's, it's not the, the 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 size of a cloud compared to the size of an airplane is pretty uh, pretty immense. Like you feel it everywhere. Gotcha. I think I think it's further from the wings though, is where you feel it the most. Mm. Gotcha. I believe because the wings kind of act as your pivot point. Yeah. Um, good to know. I'm not. I'm not an aer- aerospace engineer though, so I don't know. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Wait. That's some. That's someone who studied planes and not just general machines. <laughs> that's. But before we get started, any other ways you would improve a plane? Uh, two. Two planes. Two planes? <laughs> Just stack them. Stack them. It'd go faster. Yeah. Four Be wings. more dense. Four, Four wings. wings. Four wings. Eight engines, two cockpits, two pilots, at, at odds. <laughs> <laughs>
I think everyone gets business class. That'd be nice. <laughs> I think bed should be standard. That that was a suggestion we got once was to make. I think an airline tried that. Was like we're just gonna make the whole plane first class. Damn, it was who? It was who? It was not who? <laughs> 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 felt that's, like it. That's how you could. We need to bring that back. <laughs> no, because there's there's a reason that first class always has seats open. That's because no one can afford it. Right. So when you make the whole plane first class, you just have a whole airplane that no one can afford to fly right. on. Well, no, you make it affordable. You just make the seats bigger and comfortable. But and you're losing you, money. You maybe yeah, that's the thing. You get maybe like a third of the passengers. But you make first class really nice. Yeah. Do you think on the Hooters flights they got wings? I yeah, they did for sure. Oh, very cool. All right, let's get started. Uh, this is episode 145. Of I got pressed two. Oh, no, not 145. Come one, on. One, 195. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Taking a trip back in time. Yeah, 195. Good Lord. Uh, we have a guest with us on this episode. In fact, I think it was the last guest we've had on this podcast. Back for a second time. Um, God bless you. I, I don't know why why you'd want to come back. Um, we have Brand. Hey, everybody. Hey. It's me. Brand. Uh, Brandon, back at it again. Um yeah, why wouldn't I come back, though? I love my boys. You know, happy to be here. Oh, happy oh, to oh, really, you know, chop it up. Uh, I've been dreaming <laughs> of coming back, so. Chop it. Happy to, happy to be here. You, you said it's it. my hands. <laughs> Bran is um, one of the founding four members of the One Piece uh, Club in the Radish Discord at uh, IndieSource.com slash Discord. Um we got a crazy chapter coming up that uh, we are all going to meet and chat about on Sunday. Uh, other things Bran is in. Can't we, we should go it. ahead. And, yeah, Sean, you've, you've got, what, a thousand, maybe a thousand twenty chapters to just skip to right to the I'm, I'm going to skip. <laughs> yeah, just skip. Oh, um, man. Oh, Bran is also on the Indie Source Network on New Nintendo Podcast XL. Uh, also, the Children's Television Workshop radio show. Um, what? Oh, and... And jarring transitions, which you teased yeah. recently about possibly bringing back. I think you have three folks here who would who would emphatically agree that you should. I, yeah, I mean, it's I, it's the thing is they're always fun to make, but then I always like feel like I have to uh, kind of outdo myself, and then I like end up making it this like bigger thing. And then like the last one was like two hours long, and it took me uh, at least two months to kind of put the whole thing together. Wow. Uh, and now that I'm uh, a father, my my time <laughs> you don't just have two months worth of time. Yeah, my time is extremely valuable, so I have to really think about like what I'm gonna do in my off time. Uh, so I'll, I'll never if say you put never, out but one I think, a year, I, I think we'll still listen. Yeah, I I think I just always get I just got the urge to want to do it again, and I'm not saying I've started on it because I haven't, but like it could it could always come later. But Oof. yeah, I mean. For the most part, most creative things have been kind of put aside because I'm only doing one person. Yeah, (laughs) I'm only really I'm only really doing like three things with my life right now, but that's okay. Yes, that is 100 percent. Three things are probably more important than everything that the three of us are doing. Well, (laughs) I I would say I I would say I would say one of those things, maybe the other two, probably not so much. Yeah, I'm watching Hunter x Hunter on Netflix right now, and that's pretty freaking great. Yeah. Tyler, do you pronounce the X? I thought you're supposed Tyler's to. Tyler's been the Boku no Hero Academia motherfucker for the past five years. That is, so of course that is he how will. it's pronounced. <laughs> Pronounce the X. <laughs> Come on. You gotta. Well, yeah. I'm Tyler. And for a reason. I'm Tyler and I pronounce the X. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
I'm Will, but it's it's Will, but it's spelled Will X Will. <laughs> but you don't pronounce the X, I assume. No, of course not. Why would you ever pronounce the X? <laughs> the Y right. It's there. Oh, fine. Uh, I'm Sean, and I pronounce it Emily in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I pronounce it Emily X Paris. <laughs> uh. W- We've got a really great episode, folks. Uh, a lot of really good, uh, honestly, really messed up good news, but still good news all around. Uh, we're going to, for people who have been listening for the past few months, you know we've done some changes. We're only doing one show and tell per episode. We're changing the name of it, though, when we have a guest on. It's the guest filibuster. Uh, Bran is going to be filibustering about uh, Elden Ring. We're going to be uh, finally taking a deep dive into the game that has uh, and, and just consumed one of the Radish hosts' life. Um, the other two Radish hosts are, are scaredy cats. Uh, but excited to chat about the game nonetheless. We're going to finish up with some really messed up uh, Super Mario trivia and uh, the Tournament of Champions, of course. We, we always wrap up with that. But, March uh, Madness. March Madness, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Every month is March Madness and Tyler's Tournament of Champions. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a journey to the lands between, which is what I call scratching my junk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the Tournament of Champions is uh, is uh, Pattinson Batman versus the entire Rutgers basketball team. So get get, get ready for that. This is um, Rutger Hauer. <laughs> um, now. So on on the good news, we've got three good news today. So we got to get through it pretty pretty quickly here. Uh, but number one, good news is goods news. <laughs> oh, goods news. That's right. Goods new. Goods new. It's like Attorney's General. We have goods new. <laughs> three goods new. Uh, the first good new is. <laughs> Y'all remember the Ever Given? Remember when we were, you know, the, everybody was watching the Ever Given uh, um, plug up. Uh, what river was that? I totally forgot. <laughs> Suez Canal. The Suez Canal. Oh, That's right. The Nile. The Nile. Enough Ever Givens to fill I the Nile. Ever Given to fill the Nile. <laughs> well, Ever Given's cousin is now stuck in the Chesapeake River. Uh, <laughs> it's it's happened again. Um, I forget what it was called. The Ever Ever Stuck. Uh, no, it's not called the Everstuck. It's called the Ever, Ever Forward. Ever Forward uh, has run aground in in the Chesapeake Bay, and uh, ev- everyone's just giving up at this point. Like, just 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 burn it. Uh, Isn't this like close to the like year anniversary when the Suez Canal was blocked off? I think we just passed it. We oh, just it feels like it. it. Happy belated. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if the fan art that's coming out for the Ever Forward differs any from the Ever Given fan art. No, they've been they've been waiting I'm, for I'm, this. I'm running out of Ever Given fic in AO3. <laughs> so I'm going to need... This is the shot of adrenaline my interest needed. Where is it stuck? Ever-given it's like right near, right near Baltimore. I'm going to need a strong Baltimore accent from the Ever Forward. Ever Forward. <laughs> John F. Giving, Kennedy's here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, well, good luck to them. Uh, <laughs> they it took them a while to figure it out the first time. So, uh, what if this company just hires bad like pilots, captains? I don't know. I ever because they're both evergreen is the company. Yeah, that does this. What if they just hire like that's the other thing is like we hire Mister Magoo types to, to drive our boats. <laughs> In a way, it's kind of progressive. We should give more fools jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the vessel was trapped twenty from the twenty third to twenty ninth of March. We are in ever given anniversary time. Wow, it's ever giving. Yeah. Truly, <laughs> it, it 
Evergreen. Ever giving like, Suez really vibes. Is. Oh, did spring just hit? Time to get one of our ships stuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, we're talking about them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Start the dialogue. They're, they're, I don't think they're putting themselves out there. This is some great SEO for Evergreen. Yeah, but it's not like we have control over where our stuff gets shipped on. It's not like, oh, I'm going to order something and have it shipped from Evergreen. We should. No, but we, we can we can ask our congressman. That's true. Like you, Vote. John brought up a good point. Vote. <laughs> <laughs> Get on vote. John, a while ago, I think it was like really, really radish brought up like, why do you see commercials for Boeing? You don't pick the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Who's it for? <laughs> it's, it's for like, I, stock, I guess. <laughs> I do find it funny that like, speaking of that, like, because I just flew back from from North Carolina and they were like, American Airlines was like, oh, thank you for choosing us. It's like, I didn't really have an option. Like, <laughs> like you were the you were the one plane going to my destination. So <laughs> it's kind of threatening that way. We hope you choose us again. <laughs> oh, American Airlines, what's that like? <laughs> well, well, best of luck to the ever forward. Um, yeah. Hope you. Uh, don't cause as much trouble as ever given. I don't think you will. You can't be just maybe leave it there. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, have ship, people I'm come visit it. <laughs> Whatever visit, happened yeah. to that one ship a couple weeks ago that had a bunch of BMWs on it? What's going on with that? I don't know. Oh, the pirate one. Yeah. yeah, the pirate one. I wonder if someone requisitioned it. The one that had like free cars on it. I think we're gonna get BMW a new season of Deal or No Deal soon, and the <laughs> the deal is gonna be a Volkswagen. <laughs> Volkswagen from that from that boat. <laughs> So, um, moving on to the next story, uh, you know, I don't know how to, how to, where to start with this one. So, uh, I, I'll just start with this. There's a box of human heads and, uh, it was in a van outside of some sort of medical examiner's office. Someone broke into the van, stole this box of heads, hasn't been found since it's been gone for the whole month of March. Someone has stolen a box of human heads used for research in Denver. Well, those heads certainly aren't talking. Just stop making sense. <laughs> it's in Denver, right? Where weed is legal? Yes. yes. All right, check a head shop. Uh, <laughs> this this uh, isn't a great joke. I mean, I mean, it's not a joke at all. Do you think someone broke into the van just to steal whatever was in this van and then oh, saw yeah. it was human heads and was like, Oh God, I can't give these back. But I'm the <laughs> freak who stole the heads. <laughs> Where do you leave it? Like the, the fire yeah. department? Like, <laughs> yeah, you put, you specifically put it in the bin where you drop the baby. Like if you're going <laughs> to abandon, abandon your child, like that's where you're going to put the heads. Isn't that? Oh <laughs> man. I leave them at Build-A-Bear. Just <laughs> I'd leave. Okay. I'm with Will. I onion? would leave them in a mall, but I would drop them. Probably closer to like Macy's or JCPenney's or, you know, Dillard's or whatever, where they can use them on the mannequins. What? What's it? Claire's for practice. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. What? Has the family been notified? Like, <laughs> by the way, we are so thankful that your family member donated their body to science. I will say their head has been stolen, but we are working very hard to get them back. Also, we cut off their head. <laughs> we also took their head. Oh, we would understand, understand if you're you going to be intact for this. <laughs> Maybe there's a Denver branch of the Ripley's Believe It or Not about to open. Oh, check it out. I have the heads. <laughs> Here's what I'm concerned about. 
is it boxes of human heads? Like each head goes in a box, seven style, or is it just a whole, just like <laughs> one big U-Haul box, like a, like a wish order? Yeah, yeah it's just a couple <laughs> plastic, heads. like yeah, moving container full of heads. This is wild. How do you package those? Uh, Why do you have y'all seen? Where are they going? For have y'all seen the onion? It's a Reason. video from a while when they were doing like the fake, like news. Uh, uh, reels. Yeah. Where it was like anonymous hero donates 70 human kidneys to hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> it was the hospital received a trash bag of kidneys. It's like, these are incredible. We'll be going through these for hours. And like, <laughs> they're, they're, they're taking them out of the bag and there's just like a hat in there too. <laughs> it was like, the, the, the donor indicated that this would only, there, he was not done donating yet. Like, there's a note that says, this is just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, someone, it's the type of headline you might see on The Onion. Neighbor Kevin, I'm not going to out him here, told CBS Denver. Neighbor <laughs> Kevin. What would you, what would you do with itself. something that you don't you stole? <laughs> this is, the heads are for medical research, according to police. Also, what is he a neighbor that. to? The the head the head <laughs> research facility? Like, That's what is it? Is that <laughs> KKTV, who has, like, reported this story, has just, like, they zoomed out on... What looks to be several miles of Denver, and they just said medical van break in here, and it's in the dead center of the map. Like that doesn't help. Also, who leaves? Who who thinks that a bucket of heads or a box of heads is so low priority that they leave their van for the night with the heads still in there? You just come out of a steak and shake, and you're like, uh oh. <laughs> or what did they take? Oh no. <laughs> He's holding the shamrock shake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They took the heads. Uh-oh. Well. I bet it was that kid from the vine. Which one? <laughs> no head. So no heads? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Max is mad at that one. <laughs> I hope they find the heads. If not, I hope a cool yeah. museum opens in Denver. I think if enough Denver police... Uh, Detectives put their heads together and they can find the rest of the house. Oh. Um, moving on to the last story. Last story. Right here. You don't uh, deserve to move on, Tyler. <laughs> I know, I know. That, that one was the worst of all. So, uh, I don't know where to begin with this one either. There's a teacher in Florida that uh, bit First two mistake. students. Yeah. <laughs> she you bit can't two teach those people. Over a jar of pickles. So, she's chilling in her classroom. She sees... Two students raiding the the like classroom pantry, and she runs over there to protect the jar of pickles. She reaches up, grabs the jar of pickles. The students are like, "Hell no!" And they start grabbing for her to get the pickles back because they thought, "Oh, the teacher's stealing the pickles from us as we're stealing everything else." And to fight the students off, the teacher just bends down and bites them both. And uh, the students went, reported it, and um, probably to make matters worse, I would have just you know. Stuck to that story. She said, oh, I didn't bite them. We were playing and I licked them. And uh, let's just that's say she's, she yeah, that's a lot worse. She's she's the school's like, okay, we're you're going to go to jail for this. So she's going to court um, in a few days now. Uh, school's pressing charges. But um, some people, man. <laughs> Listen, those are her pickles. <laughs> all right. That's true. Yeah, the pickles? She'll, They're be, she'll be damned if any kids are going to steal her pickles. <laughs> <laughs> so special bread and butter pickles. Oh god. <laughs> so she's in the classroom. Yeah. She sees two students taking items from the kitchen. Yeah. So she grabs a jar of pickles. This why were the students like 
this teacher's stealing our pickles. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like three people going feral in the moment over pickles. <laughs> they were gorillas. Like when I reach for my dog's treat, and he's they like, were... this is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what ended up happening. Her just, the instinct kicked in. And it, it didn't matter if it was like a, a big burly Bluto type or two small children, like it actually was. Um, she was ripping and re- ready to go. She just transferred to Sleepy Hill Middle School, which sounds like the middle school of haunted and monstrous teachers. <laughs> Tyler, well, you misquoted. You misquoted this teacher. She did what? not. She said, and you can cut this if it's too crass, but out of context, she said, I licked their arms to get them off. <laughs> Meaning off, <laughs> off the, the pickles, pickles. The pickles off that's, their hands. That's a hundred times worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It was an intentional misquote. That was. that. That's the worst thing she could have said. <laughs> <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> there, there's a number of ways she could have defended herself um, better than she did, certainly. But she's going to jail. Were they Grillos? <laughs> That's what we're wondering. That's the, if they were Vlastic or anything. I mean, you could get all these pickles at a, a grocery store. But just like if if they're Vlastic or anything else, I'm like, I don't see why they're worth it. Like, No, it's not worth the jail time. No. Grillos, though. Do y'all like bread and butter pickles? That's, no, that's what Brand. That's what Brandon no, said. I hate them. I hate they're so like <laughs> not to not to be too much of a downer, but I think they're fucking nasty. I don't like. <laughs> they're all te- no, they're terrible, and I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. An insult to pickles. I'm Go sorry ahead. I missed it. I was I was. We're all in agreement here. The- <laughs> I think they're a nice little flavor. Sean, I like pickles. So Sean. I I used pickles, to say though. pickles are my favorite food, uh, but only <laughs> only dill pickles. Uh, yeah. But I've switched switched away from that. So because it's essentially a pickle's just a condiment. Mm. Yeah, but it's a condiment. You can eat a whole one and not. All right. Well, that look. might be, end up being the whole episode. So let's stop it there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no more funnies this episode. <laughs> it's just tense. Only, um, only serious pickle talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm Welcome just pickle you talk. Can, you pickle can radish. Whole... <laughs> oh, we t- we turned ourselves into pickle radish. Funny shit I ever heard. <laughs> I feel like the same people who like bread and butter pickles like cotton candy grapes. Like, okay, all right, those slap. I'm sorry, I think they're great. I love them. I love them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is cotton candy grape? (laughs) They're good. They're grapes that are like genetically modified to taste like cotton candy. What? Yeah, they. They man. They're good. I'm sorry, Tyler. That's okay. I've never. I I keep my pulse on. I keep my finger on the grape pulse. Yeah. I've never heard. They're like, green. I think y'all are, Next time you you're at the double- grocery store, you gotta check them out. Yeah, have I just the, been like, buying cotton candy grapes? They ain't even rare. You you just passed them up every single time. Man, <laughs> I did a whole show and tell ones on sweet tango apples, I know. and <laughs> I didn't know about these. You're gonna have to try these grapes live on the podcast. I will. I'll that's what we're gonna do. Oh man! All right, um, let's move on from good news. Uh, before the guest filibuster, before we give Brandon the floor, anybody have any good stuff they want to chat about really quickly? Sean, you got the floor. Uh, the 2022 Formula One season just started this past Sunday, if you're listening to it. The uh, Jeddah Grand Prix, uh, the Saudi Arabia Grand Prix just happened. Uh, the first race that I, the Bahrain Grand Prix, was full of drama it was fantastic. I am so excited to have Formula One back. If you are looking to get into Formula One, I encourage you to watch the most recent season of Drive to Survive. Listen to Formula Bone podcast. Uh, 
not yet friend of the show, <coughs> J-Bone, but he shouted me out on his podcast. Great show to like wow. guide you through Formula One. Um, and just watch a race. It's it's fantastic stuff. It takes an hour and a half out of your Sunday. It's super exciting, and it's the best motorsport around. Um, the race is only an hour and a half? It's, it's you watch NASCAR, it's like four to six hours. Yeah, Formula One is like 57. It's as I forgot the distance they go every time, but it's like 57 to maybe 68 or so laps. And if you do a lap in a minute and 15 seconds, it only takes an hour and a half, Dang. if even. Um, wow. The perfect and ratio. The most recent race in uh, Bahrain had world champion Max Verstappen uh, in the race early due to a fuel pump failure. So he's out. And also his teammate, uh, Sergio Perez, also spin out in the like second to final lap. And Red Bull, the favorites to win the world championship this year, were completely also out tasty. of the first race. So we have Ferrari up top and Mercedes. It's it was I my jaw was dropped the entire time. I'm so excited to like watch a full Formula One season for the first time. It's going to be great. I'm I'm very excited, and it's not too late to get into Formula One. I will be talking about it more on the podcast. I am sure. Do y'all have Wait. sports books out there? Do you, can you guys do uh, like download Caesar so. Sportsbook? Or yeah, you all got that. Um, you would you ever bet on the race, Sean? Uh, maybe in a two or three years. I need uh, I need a little more knowledge before I start putting money mm. on it. Okay. Um. Do I have to watch the first three seasons of Drive to Survive? No. To understand the season four because I I started it and I was like, there's like four. By the time I finish the show, it's gonna the season's gonna be over. <laughs> there there was a time skip. There was a time skip after the last season, so it's <laughs> okay. pretty much a brand new show from this point on. The most they'll, recent they'll get season, hockey in season which, three. <laughs> the most recent season of Drive to Survive, season four, which premiered about two weeks ago, um, covers the 2021 season, and I think it gives you a solid introduction to. Most, not most of the drivers, um, but a good, like most of the drama on the uh, the track, and it once you know who's driving and what sort of like personal connections are being you know threatened and the sort of drama that is involved with racing, I think you're set. And okay. if you enjoyed enough, you can go back to watch previous seasons to see where those you know drivers used to be. But I think season four is a, a great place to start. And like I said, just watch a race, and the commentators will tell you everything you need to know. It's super accessible. It's great. How about you, Will? Did you anything cool this week, past week? I'm just going to talk a lot about Elden Ring in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Once figure. that ball gets um, rolling. I'm so excited. No, I, oh. I've done. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I saw it with Sean, Jutsu Kaisen Zero. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, pretty good. If you like, I mean, the it's chapter 0 0.1 through 0 0.4 on the Shonen Jump app, which like they probably didn't even have to animate, but they did it. And I'm grateful for it. It's pretty good. If you like those chapters. It's those animated, and they didn't waste any. <laughs> they didn't waste any of the season on them, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you like Jujutsu Kaisen, you will enjoy this movie. I think. Um, they you did all a terrible job folks. marketing it. <laughs> It'll probably more. be on Crunchyroll soon. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it. I've done no absolutely nothing cool in the last week. So that's, that's... not true. <laughs> what? You went to Las Vegas. Well, hey. what happens in Vegas. Vegas, Vegas. baby. I was accosted in the street, and I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> it's, my, it's my banner picture. Is it really? Is, on, is on, it really a banner picture on Twitter? It is on, on, on Discord. Oh, Discord? <laughs> nice. Okay, for, for those at home, um, I'm not going to talk about my whole Vegas trip. Let's just say it's maybe around 11 o'clock at night. We started drinking at 2, uh, doing kind of like a around-the-world Epcot thing, but at all the different like 
resorts on the strip. So, um, you know, we're, you know, having a good time. I decided it'd be a good idea to get a blue raspberry slushy with three shots of tequila in it. Got immediately sick. And I was like, okay, guys, let's go back to the hotel room, chill out for a bit, we'll rally, keep going. So as we're walking back, uh, we must have looked like Marks because out of nowhere, uh, Captain America and uh, Batman ran up on us and said, I'm going to lift you. And I said, no, no, you're not. And they took that as a challenge. Uh, the friends I was with ran away. So it was just me. They left me in the corner of this resort. And they yelled, I'm going to lift you? They yelled, I'm going to lift you. And they did. They lifted me up. They put me against the wall. <laughs> that freaking Mandalorian with Grogu comes out of nowhere. And the Joker's there. And then a camera comes out. And I'm like, guys, I'm in the witness protection program. We can't be doing this. And they took my pictures a bunch of times and said, that was, I think we deserve $20. And I was like, I didn't want to participate in this. They showed me the pictures, and the pictures are pretty great. So I was like, I'll give you $10. So I gave them $10. And, uh, How did they my, split a $10 bill amongst four people in Grogu? <laughs> and Grogu and, and the guy who took the pictures. So I, well, here, I, didn't, I didn't wait in line for this. There wasn't a sign that said, $20, pictures of these fuckers. No, they, they ran up on my ass. And um, I'm posting I this can't. in the Radish channel right now. Just for everyone at home listening, scroll back a little bit when this episode comes out and find it. Yeah. I cannot describe to you the feeling of joy I got at like 1140 at night to just get a picture, not even like not to a group chat, not to the discord, not any, just a direct message from Tyler of him being lifted by three, two Disney Marvel heroes. And a well, fucking what was DC? This, and is, the, and Marvel this came, is the most came together for me. Insane thing that I like. I feel like I'm in a I fever was, dream watching, <laughs> looking at this I, I, was, I was feeling sick. I was I was very drunk. I, I actually is, rallied. I went to an ice bar later that night. Found myself. The Mandalorian looks photoshopped. I don't know how that <laughs> happens. He's like Mandalorian's perfectly posed. Um, <laughs> Tyler, also, you're still like holding was, like, the slushie. away the in Times Square. <laughs> the, the slushie's there. I didn't finish it because I was not feeling good. But, oh man! Should give it to Batman. I should have given it to Batman, honestly. So, who is this Captain America who, by all accounts, looks to have his act together? <laughs> he was the one leading the whole thing, accosting <laughs> people on the streets of Las Vegas. Like this looks like a guy who just be in an office. We're gonna pick you up. <laughs> gonna lift you. It was. It was. Uh, it was a crazy, crazy experience. Um, but that's it. That's that's it. Let's talk about that Elden Ring. Ah, uh, yes, Elden Ring. <laughs> Um <laughs> uh, where where do I even start with this? Um all right, I'll here's here here are the here are the facts. Let me give you the facts. Uh Elden Ring is a game that was uh co-directed by Hidetaka Miyazaki, uh as well as uh Tak uh no not Takashi, it's uh Yui uh Tanimura who did Dark Souls 2 primarily and has since been a co-director Ooh. on on most other FromSoft games. Uh made by From Software, published by Bankai Namco and the the draw of this game when it was first announced in 2019 was that George R. R. Martin would have his hand into it, in it. Uh, to what extent we don't exactly know what that is. Like a lot of people have speculated that he is maybe just like he wrote like a quick little like lore bit and then they built off that. Um, but from soft and uh, Miyazaki have said that they've they've teased about releasing like what it is that he's done exactly. So maybe we'll see that in the mm -hmm. future, but regardless, George R. R. Martin of game of Thrones fame has, ha has had his hand in this project as well. So, mm -hmm. um, man, man, this game has consumed my life. 
uh, for the uh, <laughs> since, a lot of people's lives. Yeah, it, for like yeah. the past month, it is any any free moment that I have had to myself um, is typically being spent on playing Elden Ring. Um, and for those who don't know, Elden Ring is a basically an open world Dark Souls game. That's like the most rudimentary way that I can just describe this game is it's open world Dark Souls. Um, story wise, like much like all the other Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne, like the story doesn't really matter that much. Like you're you're some dude, you're just some guy, and you're trying to like essentially become the Elden Lord, but there's other people who are in your way, and there's these like big bad bosses that you have to fight to like get their great ruins to uh become the Elden Lord. And it's like very esoteric and complicated and like doesn't really matter that much because it doesn't really like you can get really lost in the sauce of the lore and like the the story but like honestly like probably just go watch a youtube video that probably just explains like what the lore is if you're like that interested in it uh but to me no, no one's ever like a boss has never shown up in a souls game and i've been like i've been expecting you it's yeah it's <laughs> like oh, who who is this <laughs> um i will say like I don't know about you, uh, Will, because uh, I know that you've also been playing it and have been very much lost in the the Elden Ring sauce. But uh, yes. when I first started playing it, I was a little overwhelmed. Uh, yeah, yeah i i I like my my like my my extra life guide, <laughs> which there wasn't <laughs> one when it came out. No, yeah. So I don't know about, and this was also the first time that I've ever participated in a From Software game at launch. Like mm-hmm. all the other games that I've played from them have been out for a super duper long time, and uh, so it, I didn't have a lot of guides to fall back on and the fact that it's open world and you can pretty much virtually go anywhere, uh, on the entire map, um, like to the point where like stuff might seem gated, but there's always a workaround to make your way, uh, into a part of the map that you, by all accounts, probably shouldn't be, uh, <laughs> but like totally can, um so like you could go to some late game area get some like crazy good weapons and then go back towards the big like quote-unquote beginning area and just start like beating dudes uh just having a really good time that way um but yeah for me it was a little overwhelming just because it's like all right i'm in this open world there is like these uh essentially like these they work as bonfires in this game called they're called lost graces and they kind of point you in the direction of like where you're supposed to go in the in the game but like you obviously don't have to go that way you can do whatever you want uh and so it's like well what do i do and so at first i was kind of just wandering aimlessly around um and then i went and fought this by uh this early game boss uh margit uh who honestly by all accounts acts as sort of like a way to, to really take you down a, a, a couple pegs. So like you go to this <laughs> boss, he kicks your ass and it's like basically the game telling you, you probably should do some more exploring and like get a little bit better. Um, I, this is one of the best games I've, I've played in a long time, like easily like one of the, the most best. I just, I don't know. I'm so enamored with this game. The world is, beautiful and also extremely ugly the bosses are insane uh there's like just so much to discover um and do and just like there's a there's a freaking horse you get a horse named torrent 
and you can ride around and jump around on this horse. Uh, double jump, right? Yeah, you can double jump on the horse. You can jump. Yeah. You can yeah. actually jump in these games, like just with your character. Um, I don't know about Sekiro. I assume you can jump in that one, but all the other you can ones, jump in Sekiro. Uh, you you kind of can jump, but you have to like run and then press the run button again to jump. It's it's dumb in my opinion. Uh, but like it's like they've taken this the the Dark Souls like formula and really really refined it and just made it into this absolutely gigantic incredible game um and i will say for people who have are maybe curious about these games uh but i've never played any any from soft game in my opinion and and will like i'm curious as to how you feel about it i i think this game is actually a little more forgiving and a little i would say a little more accessible like it's you still have the like the kind of ridiculous like leveling up system and like you know it's complicated yeah. and like things like scale but like i think like it's a little easier to get into like for maybe newer folks and i think that like you know i feel like newer people could like you like tyler maybe this, fast this might be and, yeah and um, there's lots of little conveniences that the other ones didn't have <laughs> yes yeah um so i think newer people might could maybe potentially play this this game like i i i think people should like obviously watch reviews watch you know people play the game to like see if like it's their thing in general because like here's the thing <laughs> so this game has already sold over 12 million copies in three weeks of it coming out which is one of the it's become one of the fastest selling games uh reviews for this game are like nine out of ten ten out of ten like it's gotten near perfect scores from practically everybody um so it had that review hype bump. So a lot of people bought this game, uh, not fully realizing like, you know, oh, this, Understand. yeah. Um, oh, this game is actually hard. Um, <laughs> and then they bounced off super hard from it, which like is unfortunate because I, I understand, I understand that too, because like the first from soft game I ever played was dark souls. And that was back in 20, uh, 2018. It, the remaster came out on the switch. I started playing it. Uh, I got to maybe one of the first major bosses, which is these two gargoyles on on a roof. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> bounced, bounced off super hard. I was like, nope, this sucks. I hate this. Um, <laughs> and then didn't play for months. Yep. So like, I understand like where people are coming from, like with this being their first game. And then they like come up upon a hard boss and then just like, nope, this isn't for me. I get it. Uh, but I do think that like, people should really try to give it a shot. If it definitely seems like something that they're interested in, especially with the world, because there's a lot of like really interesting characters. Um, yeah. Who's, who's that really tall lady with the helmet and the long blonde hair? Oh, uh, <laughs> I believe that's, uh, Mal- is it Melina? Melania? Melania, I think is her name. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is, uh, okay. So to, I guess to go into the story a little bit, uh, she is one of the people there's like six like major bosses that hold these things called great ruins and to become the Elden Lord. You have to mm. get these, these great ruins and kind of connect them all together to, uh, to make what is called the Elden ring. And it's not like a physical ring per se, but it basically is, uh, it's on, it's, the, like it's on, it's on the cover of the, of the, it's of, made of magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's one of the holders of that. And, I haven't made it to her, but I've seen a bunch of boss fights and a lot of people are saying that, that she is one of the hardest from software bosses ev- ever. Uh, she looks very sturdy. Yeah. Um, which like, 
gotta say not looking forward to that boss fight but i'm not there yet um but that's the thing too is like i don't know this game much like breath of the wild just has that real like you know you get this real sense of discovery and like uh you always have these like aha moments when you come upon something where you're like oh shit like is this a cave or is this a mine or is this like something that i just stumbled upon like much like zelda it's just like shit i just found something new and then like there's that whole like water cooler conversation of people who's like, Oh, well, did you experience this way? No, I, I did it this way. And like, how did you find this thing? Oh, well I did it this way. So it's very much in that style, but also there's like eldritch horrors in this game, like big, <laughs> fucking, big fucking dog creatures that'll come and like run at you and, and uh, bite your body and like kill you in one hit. Um, and there's just a ton of bosses, so many bosses that you can just, I think, uh dark souls 2 has like 42 bosses and this one's like on par i think this this game also has like 40 to 50 something bosses that you can just come upon uh some just like a lot of them you just come upon by accident like you may like there's one place in the early uh area and it's like this little this like lake area and then you're just walking around and then this dragon just swoops in and it's like oh it's it's a boss fight like then and you're like not even intending to fight this dragon but there it is um and it's just i don't know i don't know i'm i'm about like 72 hours in to this game and i still feel like there's so much that i haven't like done in this game like i i feel like i could really play this game for uh a long time and it just i don't know it it just it beats ass it's so good the combat feels so (laughs) fluid um Will, I'm I'm really curious to hear like how you've been like we've been talking a little bit, but like uh like how have you been feeling about the game? Like what I think I think you hit a lot of it. Uh one thing I wanted to I, I looked this up after you said it. You said a lot of people have bounced off this game kind of hitting the first boss. But it's kind of a testament to your first point of how accessible this game is. Uh, I looked up the Steam trophy data for this game. And ninety two percent of players have beaten Godric. Or uh, Margaret, sorry. The first, Margaret, the first one. Yeah. I think 86 have beaten uh, Godric. Who's the next one? So, like, it is hard, but, like, people are getting through. I would like to see those numbers for for Dark Souls 3 or one of the the harder games because those were not as accessible. And I feel like I I, I definitely bounced off Dark Souls 3 as my first first time playing one of those games. I I red-boxed it and then returned it. (laughs) Um but uh yeah i mean donkey made a really good video about it if you're a donkey fan uh it's something he touched on is that uh later in the game the enemies do so much damage that people are kind of being funneled into the same builds which is something i've found is that i've once i found the moon veil i was like this is it this is the best weapon and it kind of is and i wish there were several I, I love the weapon. It's a, it's a really fun weapon to use. The weapon art absolutely rules and it can stun anything. They've actually recently nerfed it. But I, my one, my one complaint, and it's a very small complaint, is that I wish some of the weapons did more damage or some of the enemies did less damage because there, it, there has kind of been a meta of using Mimic Tier plus uh, whatever weapon's best for your class. Uh, and, and I wish there was a little, a little bit more of like, what did you use? Because right now, everyone I've talked to online has used Moonvale, who has my it was a similar build. But I do think that's a very, very small thing. I think the 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 dungeons and dungeons within dungeons and 
random boss encounters and just makes it feel like like the next evolution in a video it's crazy yeah it it's absolutely insane and like they recently like someone just recently found uh, a breakable wall that like you have to hit like 50 times before it actually disappears <laughs> it is the most like insane thing like people are still finding so much like stuff in these games and um i think right now as far as like balancing i think they're still like ironing some of those kinks out like because they recently like they they've uh nerfed some weapons as well as like i know that they've made the uh uh radon fight which is like one of the most buck wild fights uh in, in the game so far uh that i've had uh they kind of nerfed that uh him a little bit so it's not as insane but apparently it's still just as intense uh the whole there point was a, a weapon art yeah Sorry, go ahead oh, i was just gonna say like there's like the point of that fight is like you uh summon a bunch of people to kind of help you out in that fight and like it's not you're in this huge battlefield and there's this big monstrous dude who's riding riding on this little tiny horse this is just little <laughs> the little tiniest horse um it's like a 10 on one boss fight where yeah. you're just you're constantly summoning npcs to help you and you're basically leading them up a hill to fight this guy yeah it's it's absolutely absolutely throwing meteors at you (laughs) yeah it it is and at one point like he jumps in the air and then is like basically like coming down to you uh towards you like a big giant fireball from the sky and you have to like quickly run out of the way or else he's going to like kill you in one shot essentially uh i got one shotted it 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 rules i i like that was the boss that was one of the first bosses where i was like okay gotta put this game down for the night uh and then i came back i came back to it the next day and it took me five tries but i was able to beat it uh but i i do think i don't know i i i'm glad to hear that like more people have gotten past those first two like major bosses and it seems like uh that maybe like people are trying to stick with it uh and giving or at least giving the game more of a shot because i don't know like like i said like there's some genuinely like beautiful like just land landscapes in the in this game like there's all these like uh big golden trees they're called earth trees and like they're all in the background and you can actually go to some of them and um it just really Bosses makes there yeah <laughs> it is like i don't know there's just some really beautiful like there's this like underground area that you can go to it's like the whole sky is like starry and it's like this whole insane like area as well but it, it's this one of the most like beautiful things to kind of come upon um i don't know it's just it's just stuff like that 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 really takes this game to like the next level i do hope that they maybe balance some of the enemies and like bosses and stuff out because some of it's just like i mean these are challenging games and 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 i I completely get that uh but some of it just it just seems unfair at times like just completely (laughs) unfair and it's like uh to the point like where it's like this game is so good that if you could just fix some of the balancing issues to where like people could be more varied and using their and different weapons. And so they're not all just using the same weapons. Then I think that it would be great. My one complaint, my one complaint beyond that, uh, uh, about these games in general, and it's not specific to Elden ring is the multiplayer, uh, aspect of it. Um, it's confusing as hell. <laughs> it is extremely confusing. Um, and so like I've been playing with a friend of mine, and you know i've been trying to like help like shepherd him through because this is his first like from soft game that he's actually like stuck with um and so we've like fought (laughs) bosses and stuff so we've had to like 
if a boss has already been defeated in an area, you can't summon me there because the boss has already been defeated in the area. So like I have to go somewhere else that for them to summon me. Uh, and if you're on one part of the map, you can't go to another part of the map. Uh, we were in this, this really insane place called Kaled, uh, which is like this red sky, like bloodborne esque, uh, just like El- real insane Eldritch horror, like part of the map. And then there's like this, part right next to it it's called like the the grail barrel west or whatever and it's like where this like really old dragon is i had to leave my friend's game and then get resummoned in that next area because a big gray fog wall uh showed up to where i couldn't just take my character and jump over uh to the other side and just go in that other area it's the most insane like they backwards so you don't see anything in a co-op game that you haven't seen on your game that's that's their reasoning and i i I, i'm not advocating for it here i'm saying the reason the reason it does that is like you don't accidentally like go to the end game in someone else's game before you've gotten there like you have to put your sign down and they can pull it up but like it's 2022 yeah like figure out a better way to do that and they've been doing that i think i think since demon souls like i don't think they've really changed the the multiplayer that much um and so like that's my one like major complaint with this game and just from soft games in general uh is that uh that that part sucks like the multiplayer sucks but uh we still make it work and we still end up having some pretty good fun with it despite you know that a testament to how good the game is yeah the multiplayer is so obtuse and terrible and it's still one of the best games of the year oh yeah i i honestly like it's going to be real hard for me. Like this is like already like for sure goatee contender. Like I'm a, I'm a huge Zelda head and that's like potential to come out this year. Breath of the wild twos might come out. I don't know if, if that's going to be able to, to, to run with my boy, John Elden ring. Uh, ooh, ooh. Um, yeah, like, it's really good. It is like, that's the thing. This game is so good that any complaints that I have are like shadowed, by like are overshadowed by just like how fucking good this game is uh i honestly like i kind of wish i was playing it right now because that's, it's, that's just how, that's just how <laughs> hey, good it is hey uh no I, I i love you guys don't worry um <clears throat> but it's it's i don't know um i'm sure will could really just speak to just how fantastic this game and i know he has touched on it a little bit already but like i, I sean and tyler I, i'm curious as to like because this game is out on like past it's on ps4 um and like xbox uh once and pc PC. so like you guys could potentially play it um i guess i'm I'm like my question to you guys is like what's sort of your experience with like any from software games and have you with all the hype around elden ring like have you really have you thought about playing these games have you considered it or is it just like not not your scene at all um I've, i've seen people playing from software games and i've always known that it's like super tough uh and that's that's like my thing is what i'm concerned about is literally what you you know said at the beginning here is is coming upon this first boss fight it's so incredibly hard and scary honestly it looks scary <laughs> if i'm gonna be real uh that uh <laughs> I, I wish that blockbuster still existed I love the <laughs> and, and play the game but i feel like after that first boss i'm just gonna be like all right time to take this back you know um that that's what i'm i i don't want to dump all the money in just uh to to you know hit that barrier and 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 be blocked by it when i'm having just as much of a good time watching like y'all play it and people on youtube and stuff like that yeah uh speaking of people on youtube i've like in terms of like FromSoft games will 
when I first got my PlayStation 4, Will snuck a copy of Bloodborne into uh, the copy of Overwatch he lent me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it was a brilliant move, and I still have that copy of uh, Bloodborne. I think Overwatch, too. But um, Bloodborne wasn't phases. developed by Sex Pests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, go through phases of, like, I have spent hours watching the Vati Vidya lore videos on Bloodborne. And I think the world is fascinating and I really would like to get into the game and really learn to appreciate it. But that comes in like waves. Um, and I feel like it'll be the same for Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Uh, Elden Ring. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the priest from uh, Princess Bride. Elden Ring. So what I'm doing instead <laughs> is that since I am a, a recent Nintendo Switch owner and I just got Breath of the Wild, I'm I'm funneling all of that Elden Ring FOMO the wild? <laughs> uh, into playing Breath of the Wild um, because I feel like this was this was the last game that everyone got this hyped and this excited about, and I it's something I want to experience, and I am absolutely open to going to getting back to Elden Ring. Um, at some point in the near future, I'm ra- waiting for uh, uh, Vati videos, you know, like super in depth lore videos to drop. I know he has, but he hasn't like released anything since the game dropped, which I'm I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and he's got a he's got a whole 36 minute video on the Weeping, Weeping Peninsula right now. It's it's nuts. Um, and I'm uh lost my train of thought. Um, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I want to get through uh, Breath of the Wild first, and um, but yeah, I'm I love watching y'all play this game, and I have been enjoying all the content I've been seeing from it. But uh, right now, I just I need to like get myself in a headspace where I can play a game consistently, and I'm not yep. terrified of bosses yep. that are. You know, I just finished Super Mario Odyssey, and there were several bosses Ooh. in there that made my palms sweat. In- incredible! And, uh, I got Great super game. frustrated with it's a, it. Was a so much fun and it was i was so glad i got it um but i i i need to you know progress from like games for you know that are for e10 and up to like t and m um so right now i'm like an x yeah an x sidran kagura A-O. <laughs> sims busting out uh, <laughs> uh i mean i don't i i can't fault you for like wanting to play zelda because breath of the wild is to me like one of the uh, one of the greatest of all time so like completely understand that um i don't know man like i could i could talk about this game for hours i i know i've blabbed on too much too long about it but like that's why it's called the guest filibuster uh yeah there's there's no timeline <laughs> yeah I mean, when you stop talking we take a vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah at the very least like yeah I, this is my this is my my pitch to people who are curious about uh you know playing any from soft game, I think this would be a, a good entry point uh, with the understanding that these games are hard, but if I can play them and actually like beat these bosses, if I can do it, you you could totally do it. I think anybody could do it. Um, it's just a matter of just like letting go of doing things quickly. Cause you have to learn. I think the, the biggest lesson I learned was patience. You gotta be patient. Cause like if you, if you, Go in guns a blaze, and it's not always going to work. Uh, although Bloodborne <laughs> is way more aggressive, and sometimes you kind of have to go more uh, aggressive in that one. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're curious about this, check out Elden Ring, or at the very least, just watch videos, watch streamers playing. Every everybody on this goddamn planet's playing it. Uh, 
I don't know, man. It's so good. It's just so good. It's incredible. Um, I know uh, friend friend of the pod Mal is playing it, uh, and she's having a real uh, good time with it. So, um, you know, I I don't know. I, I I don't know what else to say. Just Elden Ring rips. It's so <laughs> it's so good. Uh, stories insane. Characters are great. There's a, a guy named the Loathsome Dung Eater. Uh, so okay. maybe that now maybe that nice. will uh draw you in we should have started with that yeah. all, all of the characters hate him <laughs> all of the character when he first shows up one of the characters is like yo don't go to that side of the room there's a guy over there we don't like yeah, yeah. to be fair if we all knew someone named that we probably wouldn't like them either well we all call tyler that <laughs> <laughs> statement stands um well i l- l- i want to say for the listeners if you really enjoyed this conversation an in-depth deep dive into elden ring uh you should go check out new nintendo podcast xl on uh, the indiesaurus network uh might i point you towards the paper mario episode as well as the fire <laughs> emblem three houses episode both bangers of episodes if, if i might say for myself um and the kid but, uh, icarus one's really good yeah and the kid icarus one's all, fine all, but start with the other two all all are good <laughs> at some point i would like to do a real super like big in-depth uh episode on elden ring uh there's a group of people that i've been playing like besides with and uh with varying people i've had varying uh experiences with the game and so like at some point there will probably be a new nintendo podcast episode about hell yeah so so just be on the lookout for that but we're we're happy that we we got to be the uh, the dry run the taster so to speak yeah yeah um but uh, in 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 the spirit of um, chatting about video games and you know having a fun time doing that, I prepared kind of a, a a fun Super Mario trivia game for us to play to round out the episode here. Uh, got eight trivia questions, so it'll be super quick. And how this game works is, I'm gonna read the question. I'm gonna give everyone who thinks they know right off the bat a chance to guess. If you get it right right off the bat without going to multiple choice, you get three points. Ooh. If you get it wrong, you lose three points though. Mm. If we go to multiple choice and you get it right. You get one point. So consider that. Consider that. Uh, every, everybody understand the rules here? I'm about it. so far in the negatives. I have a. I, I got a real fun one, real quick. Oh yes. Well, please. I don't know. This is. I don't know. If this is one of your questions, but I looked it up today. You'll know what Mario's last name is. It's Mario. Mario. No, according to Google, it's Lopez. <laughs> 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 Mario Lopez. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know that. Next time you're playing Mario, it's Mr. Lopez you're playing as. <laughs> Good fun fact. Nice, nice little fun fact to start us out here. Um, all right. Well, let's a go. Then uh, <laughs> oh, let's, let's hop man. in uh, with, with question number one. Uh, question number one. There's a real fucked up mad scientist in the Super Mario universe. He invented both Flood and Poltergust 3000 from Luigi's Mansion. Anybody know right off the bat? I saw Brandon raise their hand first. Will, raise your hand second. Sean, you're going to wait for multiple choice? Or? Okay, Sean's going in. We're going in. Let's start with you, Brandon. Uh that's EGAD, right? EGAD? Will? Yes, Professor EGAD. John? Nikola Tesla. <laughs> Nikola Tesla. All right, well, Sean's in the negative. Brandon and Will both have three points on the first question. Uh, if, if we went to multiple choice, the they would have been A, Dr. Mario, B, Professor U.R. Ika, uh, C, Professor Egad, and D, Professor ICUP. So that was question number one. Uh, question number two. If Bowser's castle wasn't fucked up enough, Mario often has to deal with fire bars. Are you guys familiar with fire bars? Oh, yeah. Those are the, the pillars of fire oh, yeah. uh, that, that'll kill you instantly if touched. You got to jump over it kind of like hopscotch. But this trap didn't first appear in Super Mario. 
It appeared in a game before that. What game did Firebars first appear in? All right, Sean. Uh, Sean's going to guess right off the bat before we go to multiple choice. No one else raised their hand. Nope. <laughs> <you bud>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see no what you come up with, Sean. I, I I will have to go after Sean because <laughs> I think I know it. Okay, Sean, you go first. Pong. Pong. <laughs> All right, Sean's at negative six. Uh, will, what's your guess? Is it Donkey Kong? Ooh, Sean, uh, Will, you're back to zero. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll go to multiple choice, and, and Brand, Brandon, you have on, the only um, answer here. A is The Legend of Zelda. B is Kirby's Dreamland. C is Excite Bike. And D is Firebar Advanced. <laughs> um, that was Pong 2 subtitle. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say Excite Bike. Ooh, I'm sorry, you got that one wrong. Oh no! It actually first appeared in the Legend of Zelda, really? the original Legend of Zelda game oh. at Fire Bars. Yeah. Uh, moving on to question number three: What upgrade item turns Mario into a cute little cat boy? Sean, garbage can. Garbage <laughs> can. I'm sorry, you're at negative nine. <laughs> Will, is this the cat bell? Uh, Brandon, it is. It is the cat bell. Yep, you both got it right. It's the cat bell. So I think, Will, that brings you up to three. Brandon, that brings you to five. I think I could Sean, argue this because if no, you that a trash can is a cat bell, <laughs> you get a you get a, a steel garbage can in an alleyway and you rattle that thing. That'll bring That's some a cat stray bell. cats around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving you that, Sean. That's if, a- you said las- <laughs> if you said lasagna, I would have given you that. Um, That's a Jeff on. Davis property. I wouldn't infringe upon that. Okay. We <laughs> Thank God you have those, here. Yeah, those standards. Uh, <laughs> so next question. We all know that Mario's full Christian name's Mario Lopez. We talked about that at, at the beginning here. Yeah, uh, but w- sorry, go ahead. It's on his birth certificate. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I'm, Sean's I'm, already I'm raised his hand. <laughs> Sean has has got himself a uh, a uh, reservation to get negative twelve points. Uh, Waluigi has an entire entirely different Christian name altogether. Oops. He was baptized under a different name. What is Waluigi's real name? Sean already raised his hand. Anybody else want to wager a guess before nope. we move to? Nope. Okay. I want to see Sean's answer first. All right, go ahead, Sean. <laughs> What's Waluigi's real name? It is Lopez. <laughs> the dog whisperer. The dog whisperer. <laughs> well, guys, I'm sorry. Sean got it this time. No. Okay. So here are the, th- the four options. A is John Purple. B is Jimmy Papadopoulos. C is Mustachio Tortellini, and D is Leonard Hot Dog. <laughs> I think it's. Let's start with Brandon. I think it's C. You think it's Mustachio Tortellini? Oh yeah. What else? Well, what else? I'm going. I'm going B. The going Jimmy Greek Papadopoulos. One. It is. It is Jimmy Papadopoulos. Wow. Waluigi is yeah. How, what? Canon Greek. Just just so you know. Mm. It's like how Wario's uh, German. Yeah, Wario's canon German. German and um. Mario and, and Luigi are canon from from hell. Kentucky. Yeah, from hell. Exactly. <laughs> Both. Spawned, Kentucky. spawned from I the, mean, Kentucky the depths is, of hell. Kentucky is a, a level of hell, so. Yes. <laughs> Cesar Milan is also uh, uh, I forgot the name. I can't defend it. Go on. <laughs> okay. This next question isn't fucked up, but it's a really fun, uh, I, I, fun fact that I found out. Yoshi actually shares the same voice actor as this character from Animal Crossing. Anybody want to wager a guess? All right, Sean. 
<laughs> the Animal Crossing enjoyer, Sean. <laughs> I already forgot her name. <laughs> Penelope. I'm help you. Penelope, okay. <laughs> Wait, is I think there, there is a Penelope Animal Penelope. Crossing. Think, it's a pig, yeah, I right? I don't know. Brandon? Um, I want to say uh, K.K. Slider. And you would be correct. It's K.K. Slider. Oh, that was just, uh, that was just a guess. Well, here's here's the real fun fact about this. It's the the same voice actor is prolific Nintendo video game composer Kazumi Totaka, oh. who composed every single freaking Nintendo game all the way back to like Mario Paint. Um, he voices both Yoshi and KK Slider because he does the music for uh, Animal Crossing. It would make sense that he voices the musician. But uh, I don't know if you guys know this. Have you guys ever heard of Tontaka's song or Totaka's song? Isabel. No. Isabel was one. Yeah, uh, supposed to Penelope in the Radish chat. She is canon. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, uh, he he's been known to hide that song in various uh, hundreds. Yeah, Nintendo hundreds games. games. Yeah, and yeah, you can get it as a a song in in Animal Crossing. Yep, it's KK song. It's in a whole bunch of games. I just thought that was a fun fact. Um, let's see. We got three more questions. We'll get through this quick. Uh, of the four Mario bros, one of them is actually one of the Mushroom Kingdom's most powerful wizards. And I don't mean the not sleeping with, you know, uh, until you're being a virgin until you're 50 or whatever. Not that kind of wizard. Actually has wizard powers. Which of the four Mario bros? Sean. Waluigi. Okay. Really Any, anybody else? Choice question. If yeah, this really is a multiple choice question. You've given Sorry. us which of the four Mario brothers. Yeah. I wonder what the multiple choices are going to be. <laughs> A brand. Uh, I'm going to say Luigi. Luigi. I'm, I'm going to second Luigi. You guys all got it wrong. It's Wario. Uh, in his first appearance in Super Mario Bros. 3, he brainwashes entire villages of people. Um, he literally has wizard powers. And they <laughs> they erased it late in later games. So sorry, sorry guys. Um, speaking of Wario, you know, Wario is the fucked up version of Mario. And Waluigi is the fucked up version of Luigi. Yoshi actually has a fucked up version of Yoshi. Do you guys know who the Sean Crash Bandicoot? Okay, <laughs> that's that's a good guess. <laughs> I think it's Brand. Um, is it Boshi? It's Boshi. Were you gonna guess that too, Will? No, I, I didn't know. Points out the window at this point, but yeah, I was I was gonna guess Birdo, but Birdo was created for Super Mario Brothers Two, which yeah. wasn't even a Mario Brothers game when it was created. So that that's count. right. That's right. Another good fun fact. I'm just shooting for the um, minus twenty four. So it was an Olympics <laughs> tie-in game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boshi was from Super Mario RPG which if we know from Gino the character that everybody loves from that game it's very hard to license those oh, characters Boshi's outside cool of looking. the game Boshi's fucking badass Boshi's got like spikes in, in his collar he's got cool ass shades vampire teeth yeah, and sunglasses he's, he's like purple he, he's he's a cool fucking dude he's wearing Crocs is that spelled <laughs> B-U-S-S-Y yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah Yes. Google Mar- Google Mario that real quick. Look up Mario Boshi. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> These are cool images. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> so, uh same game, Super Mario Bros. 3, the creator Takashi Tezuka based this character off of his wife. His wife. His wife. Mario 3. Yes. This is Mario Brothers 3, not Mario Land 3. Uh, I, I'm not sure. 
It's the oh. it's the one that's in color on the console, not the yes. handheld one. Oh, okay, not the handheld one. Sean, a Goomba. I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Uh, probably a Goomba. Goomba. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good guess. Um, anybody else want to wager a guess before I do multiple choice? I'm trying to think who was introduced in Mario Brothers three. Several Goombas. besides, well, like, is it Wendy? Ooh, Wendy's a good guess. Here's multiple choice. We got PD Piranha, we got Boo, we got Cheap Cheap, and we got Bowsette. Brand. I'm going to say Boo. It's Boo. Really? Yep, because his wife died. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> boo. Boo. Because- Boo because ah, boo because scared yeah boobies that's why um no uh because boos are reserved and scared but uh when you he turn your the back personality to them, off off his wife yeah they're reserved and scared when you look at them but when you turn your back they open their mouths wide open that's, that's how he described it I'm like damn that's damn I'm sorry for your wife uh but that's it that's the game thank you for playing uh, I think Brand Brandon won so uh congratulations thank you um, thank you all. sean congratulations you you won in your own way <laughs> and um i played sean one mario like game story. all the way through <laughs> if you ask me where is uh the big city in super mario odyssey out of an right up top <laughs> dunk new city where's <laughs> what is the name of the mayor uh, i don't know pauline pauline She's the Come one you on. rescue in Donkey Kong, I think. I would have said yeah, Monica Mario's Coffee. first love. Donkey nope. Kong's first love, too, I guess. Um, no, he, he he had a wife before that. Oh, he did. <laughs> he designed Boo off of. Um, before we finish off here, Tournament of Champions. Um, excited to get a, a guest input here. Uh, the three of us. I'm sorry, Sean. You're, you're going to get to this character in One Piece. I'm finally bringing a One Piece character into the Tournament of Champions. On one end, we have post-time skip Frankie. Ooh, okay. And on the other hand, we have General Grievous. Both androids, I think. Yes. Part human, part robot. Be a tough fight. Here's the thing. Frankie could be an anime protagonist in any other anime. And General Grievous was beat by a single blaster shot from Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) That's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I'm still like you with a blaster. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to my boy, my boy Frankie, because uh, yeah, he's too. I feel like uh, Grievous is like too methodical, and like mm-hmm. Frankie's like more chaotic and like just does buck wild shit. So like I don't know. I think he would just do like some crazy like robot transformation, and then like shoot a, a fucking like laser out of his mouth or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I it's, yeah. It's going to assemble with the rest of the straw hats yeah. and form that mecha from uh, except Robin. Yeah. Except Robin. Of course. My, my favorite running joke in one piece is Frankie doing the giant robot transformation and then just firing a gun out the front. <laughs> just, just <laughs> yeah. like, Cause everyone's always like, why did you do all that? Yeah, well, does okay. General Grievous have nipple lights or centaur mode or <laughs> no, that that's fair. Just forearms and lightsabers. Then what's what's a good what would be a good matchup in your eyes? Still keeping in the same theme, we want robots or part robot, part human. Who would be a good matchup for uh, for Frankie? So where I'm going with Frankie, since I haven't hit him yet in the One Piece, I'm going with like latter season Malcolm middle, Malcolm in the middle, Frankie Munez. Um, still going with You're off <laughs> uh, brother Dewey. I think Dewey could really take on. Yeah, Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle taking on Frankie. Mm. That's a close one. Yeah. <laughs> 
I I had written the tournament of champions down. I don't think we're going to be able to discuss this. This is just one that made me laugh. Uh, can I read it out real quick? Yes. We can vote on this one. Uh, I don't think it's canon though. Uh, on one hand, we have Gargamel from the Smurfs. Ooh. The bad guy who's always trying to get the Smurfs. On the other side, we have Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> it would win it. None of them have powers. It's just a knockout, drag out brawl, just beating each other in the streets. I think it's Gargamel be versus Kiedis. I think so too. I'm going Anthony Kiedis. He's been, a, he's been a video game character. He's been a. He's a, been Beavis and Butthead? He's, yeah. Gargamel wears like an acolyte robe. Like, he does. not have much like reach in that. And uh, he's a bumbling idiot. I think if Gargamel starts hearing snow, open parentheses, <laughs> hey, close parentheses, he'll start vibing out. And that's why Anthony Kiedis will get him right in the shins. <laughs> oh, Brian, what do you got? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, there's like, if Gargamel can't even deal with like blue little uh, uh, Smurfs, like, there's like no way that he could even go toe-to-toe with Anthony Kiedis. Kiedis has that, like, wild... He's also, like, wild and unpredictable. You just don't know what he's going to do. Uh, He'd fuck up those Smurfs if he he was in Gargamel's shoes. He would... Yeah, it would not even... There'd not even be a full episode of Smurfs before they're all dead. Anthony Kiedis is from California. Gargamel is from Ohio at best. So, we know who wins here. Tyler, while I was asking this, I was thinking about your question of who would be a good matchup for Frankie, and I have the answer. Okay, Okay, let's hear it. It is... Robotic Global Response Unit Model XJ9 Jenny ah! from My Life as a Teenage Robot is the, <laughs> is the proper matchup. Well, I can't weigh in on this because I'm I'm too... You're married to one of them. It's his turn with my wife. <laughs> She'd literally kill me. That's a, that's a one-sided matchup at the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever had one. Tyler versus Jenny. That's, that's what it's all coming down to, really. <laughs> two years from now, when Tyler's Tournament of Champions finally gets to its final two. So that, that's... Yeah, but I still think That's it's Frankie. It. Yeah, it's still Frankie. Frankie's yeah. the ultimate robot. I'm also going um, Frankie, Muniz, as far as I understand. <laughs> yep. He's a he's a rockabilly cyborg. Who, who <laughs> Sean looks hasn't like been Elvis. right on a, on a single property since we started the Nintendo he's, uh, trivia. So. He's loosely, his look is loosely based as a mix between Popeye and Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen Malcolm, Malcolm in the middle. It's <laughs> <laughs> also how Frankie Muniz looks age 16. <laughs> All right, let's wrap things up. Let's wrap things up. We've been having a good time, but uh, let's let's get out of here. Let's go get some dinner. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Supper's uh, on. Brandon, please, please tell us where we can find you and and all of the different shows you got and um, literally everything. Um, Yeah, sure. So you can find me on Twitter at BRNHoff, H-O-F-F. That's sort of where I put all my creative endeavors. Like you can can find... uh, uh, all the jarring transitions episodes that I've done on rip it, rip it up radio in the past that they're all on uh, Mixcloud, So you can find them all there. Uh, obviously you can find new Nintendo podcast XL. Those are all on uh, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course on the wonderful indie source network. Uh, I recently restarted. I have, uh, I want to plug a, an, an Instagram that I have. Uh, it's this, it's full of vanity plates. It's licensed uh, uh, plate, Ooh, like vanity yeah. plates. Uh, I'm like really just into them for whatever reason. I don't know. I just find them like f- <laughs> uh, like utterly fascinating. Uh, really so good. the the handle is license underscore plated four twenty. Uh, so uh, yeah, give it a Come follow. Here. I have some like people submit uh plates to me, and then I also just have just like ones that I've had over the years too that I've just been like sitting on. So 
uh that's kind of been like i mean i post like one a day or something like that's super easy for me to do i didn't know you did this i am like about to this is so exciting yeah uh i i did it a long time ago and then for whatever reason i got rid of it and then i just recently like started it back up maybe mm-hmm. maybe a month ago i don't know like pretty recently but time to get in right after the time skip yeah yeah <laughs> right right after the time <laughs> skip but yeah i mean otherwise um that's all i i don't really have much else going on like i legit like the the three things i do uh now I'm gonna tell you what what they are. Is I work, I take care of my uh, my daughter, and I and I play Elden Ring. Uh, and work <laughs> work in Elden Ring are not nearly as important as taking care of my daughter. So that's the one true thing that Aww. I do. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's all I got, baby. I implore everybody to listen to New Nintendo XL. It is such a good podcast, especially Paper Mario and. Uh, fire emblem three houses i'm tyler you can find me online at tyler from radish you can find the podcast online um, at radish pod also our network that we're all on indiesaurus net you can follow on twitter go to indiesaurus.com to check out all of the podcasts and indiesaurus.com slash discord to join the discord uh i'm will you can find me at will from online i'm sean you can find me uh at that sean barry on twitter and sean and barry everywhere else ah Thank you again, Brandon. Yeah, it was no, such a good yeah, Brandon, I, and always a great time. Yeah, love. you have moved the dial. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might, I'm, I'm ever closer to to picking it up. Elden Ring. Yeah, just like I said, you know, look, look at stuff, check it out, see if it's your thing. Give it, maybe give it a go. We'll do. And looking forward to the next time that you guessed and and everything that you're going to Elden Brand. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Oh, bye. Goodbye, goodbye everyone. <laughs> you're listening to an Indie Soros production. <laughs>